Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, February 25th. In this episode, the title race is back on, or so does Liverpool tell everyone. Arsenal have staked a claim. Leeds in a relegation fight. No, and they're terrible. But first, Mike, war. What is it good for? Ugh. 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 First of all, let's get this out of the way. And we obviously hope for a peaceful and, uh, you know, as less bloodshed as possible resolution to this ridiculous conflict between Russia and Ukraine and the impending one with China and Taiwan. Uh, And uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it's not great, Bob. Um, Yeah, yeah. I I wear my my rabbit fur hat in solidarity with my uh, Ukrainian brothers and sisters, especially my coworkers, Marina, Pavlo. Constantine, Eugene, my crew who code for me. I pray. I was bummed out all day, sad. I hope they're all okay. Yeah. And um, we hope beyond hope that what happens from this does affect the football world. And we have breaking news. That's a possibility. No, it's yeah. not. But it could happen. Well, all right. And as we segue back into why you're listening to the show, <laughs> new. I mean, plenty of news to talk about in this yeah. episode. But I think off the rip, we have to go with what – may happen to one of the biggest names currently in world football, the current European champions, right? May be forced to sell uh, their, their owner. football club, the so-called Chelsea for a reason. Chelsky, that's right. So Roman Abramovich uh, is a dirty, dirty Russian man. And <laughs> yeah. we've known this for yeah. mm, a decade and yeah, exactly now, now the chickens yeah. are yeah the chickens are starting to come home to roost almost two decades um the actually like his name was brought up in parliament saying yes. he should not be able to own a football club yes because of uh i guess disingenuous dealings well, in just, the financial there's system. just there literally is a list of people that they have in their pocket for when shit goes down they go and say, hey, F you, you can. Now, this has happened before. There, there was a guy that the Russians poisoned in in London yeah. in 2014. There was the invasion of Georgia and nothing happened. So but this is a little bit bigger. I think Ukraine oh, and, and Russia, I don't think people know this. Ukraine is the second largest country in Europe by yeah. area and provides almost all the bread so it would be like if uh you know um wonder bread got taken over by fucking hostess it's bad this is trouble (laughs) they really went after them they wanted those fucking rainbow bubbles and dots and stuff this is bad news count chocodile breaking in stealing shit this is what's happening so here's where it could get bad for chelsea specifically yeah if if Roman Abramovich were to sell, the or theory forced. is... Or, or, or even just have the team confiscated. That's even worse, theoretically. But the thing and the way that Chelsea has used their finances, or I guess laid out their finances since 2003, is... And I, I'm going to read from an article from Forbes from oh, a little cool. earlier today. Um, Roman Abramovich has a sanction insurance, is the headline, a $2 billion loan to Chelsea FC. Well, what does that mean? Effectively, all of the signings that Chelsea has made since he bought the team back in 2003 for, I think, $100 million. Yeah, um, nothing. I mean, teams are very cheap relative right? to American sports. So yeah. $190 million in 2003, which I would still argue is, is a large sum of money back 20 years ago. But nonetheless... Now they're valued at $3.2 billion. And the mm. problem with that, as I mentioned, all of these player sales that we've always talked about over the years, those are all technically loans to yes. Roman Abramovich. Yes. So he is owed $2 billion. So if at any point he decides, hey, I'm going to hit the cash out button, you effectively have a Chelsea football club who's $2 billion, with a B, dollars in the hole. Yeah. And that's going to be a problem. You're going to bring yeah. back the save the bridge signs, right? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so that's one piece that we have, you know, Russian oligarchs and whatever. And, and I think that they're one of the owners of, of Arsenal was also implicated in this. I can't remember his name. He tried to buy Arsenal many times, but the Cronkies bought him out. I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Well, and so and then, is, and then, but the other one is the Champions League final is going to move. Well, I want to get to that in a second. But yeah. the, this is sort of how. When Putin stands there and he goes, I'm I'm walking in the front door of Ukraine's borders. 
and if anybody threatens me, I'm going to nuke you, which is, I'm paraphrasing, but effectively what has been said so far. Basically, yeah. The way that corporations can sort of fight back, well, it's an extension of cancel culture, really, but um, the sporting world, like Joker It, which is one of the biggest teams in the Finnish hockey scene, they're in yeah. the KHL in Russia, yeah. they have withdrawn from the KHL for the rest of the season. Yeah. Right out of protest. So, so there are ways for teams, uh, teams, organizations, and and uh, Schalke, Gazprom, off. Yes, and that was what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> There's a lot Manchester of teams. United with Gazprom. has yet to comment on its sponsorship Aero, with Aeroflopped, <laughs> biggest airline, Aeroflot. It's eight million dollars. Right? Well, whatever. But so the point is that all these things are going to start to add up. And yeah, I um, yeah, it's yeah. interesting it, that that like you said, what we were talking about, Obramovich has that that out cause, if you will, but Russia as a whole is going to start to feel yeah. the, the burden I, I think, of this. I think the thing is that sports is culture. Culture is sports. Football is global. Russia is part of that global world. Shakhtar Donetsk has not played there. Those are freaking, that's a, that's a Europa league champion in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Fernandinho from Manchester city who played there, did a whole uh, message to the team. So all these interactive things, it is not in a vacuum. We're going to have issues with teams here and there. There's going to be players doing dissidents. I think the Napoli versus um, a Barcelona game that the, the teams both came out with no war Stop signs. War. Yeah. And these are these are big things because Putin is is a dangerous actor. He could do something fucking weird. You know, you don't know. It, he's got he's an autocrat. He can do whatever he wants. So we have that looming over football. And the Champions League final, which I actually thought about going to, but now that it's going to leave St. Petersburg, maybe I'll actually go to City. Yeah, Macon. well, maybe me and you will go because there's a chance it could be I mean, in the look, Emirates. Yeah, I, well, the Emirates. There's a chance that there's a shiny, brand new stadium in London <laughs> that is begging to hold big events. They've they've bid for the Super Bowl. It's hey. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I've been there. It is a yeah. gem. Right. This is fit for a a large scale event like this. It's literally built for things like this. And so the two uh, names that I have heard shortlisted for the potential move of this are are Wembley and Spurs Stadium. Uh, I don't know why you would do Emirates with 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 literally Spurs Stadium right up the road. Um, Somebody somebody another dirty brown bag. Right. I was going to say it's it's Stan Kroenke's bullshit, I suppose, instead (laughs) of Roman Abramovich's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe you maybe you owe money somewhere and you don't. Right, right, right. But so that so there's an interesting thing there. And then um, you sort of have the segue into, huh? Liverpool and Chelsea will be at least into the quarterfinals of the Champions League. City mm-hmm. will be there too, of course, but there's no real beef with City mm-hmm. uh, but as a Spurs supporter. But there's a chance that the first Champions League final in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is won by one of Spurs' rivals, which would not sit well with Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing. You don't. You kind of don't want to have that happen. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. but we do want to get to the football and mike has had a wonderful wartime distraction uh to uh <laughs> take away from spurs who are completely changing the premier league both at the top end and now one, at the bottom end one game at a time <laughs> one game at a time changing all the narrative so we talked last week was the big win for spurs our our effusive amazing moment of oh the title race is back open oh look at spurs they're gonna pl- kick on then they play Burnley midweek, and they play like Spurs again. They're back. They're normal. I think the irony of it was, was you know, you guys, Spurs played City after City had played midweek. Burnley plays Spurs after Spurs had played in midweek. And the absolute high of that game is hard to, and so hard the, to the, not have a hangover. Yeah, and so the resting and all the stuff comes back to bite you. You go to Turf more and you get George Boyded uh, late – Late goal, and you didn't play well. We didn't play poorly. I would say it was an average good Tottenham chances. performance. We had some good chances. Yeah. I think Sonny was a ghost. Uh, I know that because I bet on him to have two shots, not on target, just two shots. He had zero. Um, <laughs> well, he and, did set up the two Kane shots, uh, two of them, and one Kulisevsky shot who uh, just missed going wide far post. Yeah. Um, but listen, I think that the story here, and it, and it's true um, from Burnley's last game where they beat the shit out of Brighton too. Is they are this back. Is, 
they're 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 feeling the back against the wall. Maybe not so much now, but that's two wins on the bounce where they went out and got these wins. Okay. This was not your sit back and, and we'll just hit you on the counter sort of Burnley. They got um, two name brand wins. They got one against Villa, which you would not have expected, especially the way Villa had been playing, and one against your mob where you would not have expected it. Well, and, no, no, and 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 Brighton. They oh, beat sorry, Brighton, Brighton excuse yeah, me. They beat Brighton. Even better, an even better win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, look, the stats, if you look at it, 34% possession, but they outshot Spurs. Yeah, right? So that's not good. No. Um, but they went out and they got this game, and 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 more power to them. Frankly, this could have been two or three nothing as well. Like yeah. Hugo made a couple of really nice saves. Um, and I cursed Christian Romero because he was having a phenomenal game. Uh, I was watching him closely and I thought he was great. And his Ben Me beats him for the goal. Now he sort of it's it's a weird angle, and me does a great job in the air to go up and get it and and angle it into the corner. Um I don't really put this on Romero all that much. He did, but frankly, his man got the goal. His he got beat by Ben Me. Yeah, so. I mean, I think there was just a, it was a Englishness versus. I'm not ready for Englishness. Not that I'm bad, but no, this guy I went so, full English on me. I think it was. He a, had a, I'm he not had all the way there. Extra bit of sausage. Yeah. He yeah. Went exactly. Over the top. He had a full run, but he did go through Romero. Right. Yes. Well, he, like it was. Sort but, of, I mean, it, um, it was it was playing like it was a one on one. If yeah, he beats yeah, him, he yeah. beats him. But yeah. he beat him, right? And then and, we you told know, you, we told you that Liverpool would beat the living fuck out of Leeds. Oh, they, they did. really fucking pounded him like a they did six donkey. nil. Um, now I want to say something that fucks me off because it, I understand narrative. Everyone's a title race. When City beat Leeds seven nil, it was the end of football. As we know it, all oh, the know. leagues over. It's terrible. This thing doesn't work. The money, blah blah blah. It was, the narrative was that when Liverpool beat Leeds six nil, it's oh look, isn't this great? Look how great Salamane are. If like, listen, I'm not a fucking tinfoil hat thing, and it goes back to the thing. But I'm just pointing out some teams get or have the right to glory, and others have to earn it. I don't know when City will earn the right to glory. They need to have 96 of their fans die. They need to have communist owners. I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't think I want that to happen. I don't begrudge Liverpool for having it. But if it fucking pisses me off I do. that there's a constant din of City are bad, City are evil, City, 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 when, you know, I, I get we have to accept it, but it's really frustrating. And I only call it out because – it's really fucking annoying when well, it's, it's cyclical. It's cyclical. Yeah. There's three teams, three and a half. If you want to count Chelsea, there's three teams where they're the story, no matter what. And those teams, as we all know, are Liverpool, Manchester United and Arsenal. Okay. Yes. And the stories, and they're the biggest, the former, top, they're the biggest clubs in the world. Sure. Top 10. The, the, the stories of the former, uh, the, the latter two, I should say for the last mm, 10 years has been that they haven't been at the level of a Manchester city or a Chelsea or a Liverpool, so they, they are wear red. They Remember do. That. You're right. That's very obs- observant of you. But the, the storyline is, is <laughs> it's very much it's very much like the Yankees here in the states. Mm. If the Yankees, I saw somebody have the balls to say the Yankees have a World Series curse. They won in 2009, and by the Yankees' own standards, that is a very long drought. But it's by the Yankees' own standards. You don't get to consider everybody else. By the Yankees' own standards, do you? No, you. I don't see you talking about how the, um, let's see, the Seattle Mariners, the <laughs> Oakland A's, right, yeah. the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, no, no, that's Fuck a curse, that. right? Right. So, so like you know, I, stop it. Behave yourself, right? Well, I, I don't. Mean, we know the the internet has made sports fandom brutal, just awful, suck. right? And so, but it's true. It's even more true in in England because, again, as I've said many times on the show, this is the only fucking thing you people have and they so have you, no access so they have to so just you lean talk into this about anything. even more so if liverpool united or arsenal are very good they're the best that you've ever seen and you're privileged to be alive in this moment to watch greatness in unfold <laughs> or if they're four five god forbid six or worse mm. then they're 
everybody needs to be hanged in the town square yeah. immediately, right? So yeah. there is no middle. And the yeah. fact of the matter is, is that, I mean, United are a bit of a fucking mess, but they're comfortably, well, nah, I shouldn't say comfortably in the fourth spot because Arsenal are the plucky underdogs now, right? So so, so you're starting to see that narrative already shift yeah. and Yeah, I mean, change. but I think there's a, there's a change. I mean, I, I do want to talk more about Liverpool just because it, it, it'd be unfair to, to sort of, short shrift the fact that they're really fucking good especially at home they now have the top three leading goal scorers and the top three leading assist makers they've scored 70 goals which is more than the next three combined i mean it's a big number they're gonna put 100 down for the season they are on city's back city cannot we have nine we have 18 19 all over again april 10th mark it down the el nuevo clasico Liverpool versus Manchester City at the Etihad is, and if you need and if you're at the not, Etihad, at the Etihad, yes, it sounded, sounded a bit German. Sorry, at the, at the Etihad. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. No more German. I can't even make war jokes anymore because now we're having the first land war in you Europe can't. since yeah, 1945. No, no, very, it's not very... even funny anymore. God damn, eh, it's upsetting. It's kind uh, of funny. They don't have as nice uniforms as the old ones, though. I haven't bone. noticed the uniforms. <laughs> no, they're not good. It's not quality. Are anyway. there any spikes on helps? No, no, no fur, no hats, none of that. Uh, none of this go. good stuff. There it is. Anyway. None of that. None of uh, the real shit. Um, so I'm gonna put my my uh my I gotta get all my loyal gear on. I got my new hat for the season. Ah, San Diego loyal, very nice. Yeah, it was cold, it's cold in San Diego, it's 45 uh, degrees. Wow, um, very nice. <laughs> so um, yeah, so Liverpool on City's back. It'll be a tidy race down to the end. What I was trying to say is Barcelona, Madrid with Ronaldo and Messi with Pep versus Mourinho. That 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13 seasons, those classicos that you had to watch in La Liga oh, just, before the, just before the Premier League took off again, not, were they, not only were they battles, the level of play was so high. You were just like, this is a different sport. Like, yeah. Something else is going on here. And Liverpool versus Manchester United City is now that, right? Mm-hmm. You get the two best managers in the world. You can argue and pick which one. You can say uh, Fraudiola or Checkbook Pep, or you can go to Klopp and say, yeah, you won one trophy and one of them when everyone was at home. So take it easy. Uh, eight punch Magoo, right? You you lost every big game until until you didn't. Uh, win it with fans there. Then you'll feel some real fucking pressure, bitch. Uh, 93-20 for life. <laughs> yeah, it was easy. It was easy when nobody was there to win the fucking league. Love that. Okay. <laughs> you like that? You like that? I, I do of? like that. I do yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm salty. It's the like, counter argument is the counter argument to that is like, yeah, but we have Anfield. And it's like, okay, you only have Anfield half the time. Yeah, right? I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I have nothing. My, my stadium is like playing with no one's there all the time. So you can tell that like <laughs> Manchester City, Laurent is on the ropes. Yeah, I and, am on the ropes. <laughs> and I'm going to help him out. No, I uh, I think... I, I'm salty, man. I'm fucking had it. I hate Liverpool. I don't want them to win. I now I have to live win. fucking uptight games for the rest of the season and have to watch my back. And when, when we draw against Everton away, because Frank Lampard figures out his stupid fucking team and and my and and Guardiola is like, oh, let's play Zinchenko so he doesn't have to think about the war and he gives up a fucking goal. I'm gonna be very <laughs> upset about it. <laughs> let's play Zinchenko so he doesn't have to think about the war. All right, let's play a fun game. Who's <laughs> gonna drop points first? Because no, neither of them, neither of them, I will say, will go undefeated. Or I guess pick up all of the points between now and April 10th. Somebody city has the city has a better chance to do it. They're just better. You mean they have a better chance to to run the table? Going, that game. Because they have a better team. Um, okay. So I'll say this. Saturday, this coming Saturday, Everton, Man City, and Liverpool oh, don't have a game because they have the EFL final. So you're going to um Goodison to tough take game. on Everton. Always a tough game. Oh, I don't agree. No matter I think, what, I think. I mean, this is that, not a good Everton. I don't think. I don't think that. Um, sorry, I don't think that Lampard is a good manager. No, so uh, I'm less concerned. Nor do I think Everton's that. a good team or a tough, tough game for City right now. Okay, um, City schedule is Everton, United, hold on, hold on. Palace. But the Brighton. thing about this game is, this is in Liverpool's backyard, right? Yes. One, two. 
It is literally in Liverpool. Two, um, thankfully, unlike your jellyfish spine, <laughs> Manchester City has one, right? And they're <laughs> they are damn tough. fucking good. So they're going to see Liverpool put up a touchdown on Leeds, and they're going to go, all right, motherfucker, you want to dance? Let's go. And they're going to make <laughs> – they're gonna they're gonna pull Everton's heart out of their ass, and they're gonna show it to them. It's gonna be three, four, maybe five, nothing. But it's gonna be one of those. It's like ah, uh-uh, we are not like Liverpool's not the only team in this race. Okay, so I think that they're gonna have a convincing, like just we're here to kind of win statement win. Yeah, um, Liverpool might get a trophy this weekend for all we know. One yeah, of sure, two, right? Doesn't yeah. doesn't that's not the end of the Whatever. world. So the league cup. go on. We, we let them win. Uh, then what, it's, that, what that also means is they will have a game in hand coming up uh, after this weekend. Uh, yes. Liverpool then host West Ham on March 5th. The West Ham are a big bag of who knows what. Uh, yeah, but I, that weekend, uh, that weekend city has the Manchester Derby and they have the Derby. The thing, the difference there is that if by chance West Ham gets something out of Liverpool, City's going to know it because it's the next day, right? They yep, play on a yep. Sunday rather than a, a Saturday. The thing is, United are always – that's a tough – that's tough. I I hope that the next – the rest of the season, and it does look that way, um, that at least through April 10th, they never play on the same day. Oh, they don't uh, play – they, well, the, they change. No. The, this information changes all the time, so it doesn't it, uh, I don't think it's going to change to this point. I think it's pretty stocked in uh, at this point. But, like, so the reason I say that is because every – like, you're going to know what Liverpool did and vice versa every time you go on the pitch. It's not going to be like one of those, like, we're both playing at the same time and you've got one of the assistant coaches with a uh, checking his phone, right? I don't so, know. They they move stuff. Trust me. They'll they'll figure but it not out. But not this soon, right? They would Sure move. they will. The only thing that they'll move is the second, uh, the quarterfinals of the Champions League, which isn't until right around April 10th. You can't tell me that in all of April, City is playing at at three o'clock. There's just no way that's happening. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. In fact, I'm saying exactly the opposite. I'm saying through April 10th, this is the schedule. I'm saying after that, yeah, no, you've got FA Cup, you've got you've got Champions League. So yeah, those games will move. I'm sure of that. But what I'm yeah. saying is up until well, we have a we big... have a mo- we got a Monday night game against Palace. That'll be big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, that's gonna be a fun one. You've <laughs> got Brighton away. Oh no, you've got the harder run to April 10th, oh, and I God. think I think Liverpool has the harder run after April 10th. Yes, we have a this uh, is a tough this is a tough run. I mean, this is this is a tough run. It's Tottenham, Everton, United, Palace, Brighton, Burnley, then Liverpool. Like I would rather not play Burnley before Liverpool because that means that you're gonna be bruised. You know, even if you beat like there, it, it is a myth, right? Like, yes, we'll go away to Burnley, but they they it happens enough that that you just go whatever. But City do kick the shit out of Burnley. There's no like I, I shouldn't have the- be I have, I have it the right Champions here. League schedule in front of me. Oh, um, I don't there's have a chance League. that there's a chance that the quarterfinal might be midweek before Man City Liverpool. I hope it's not. I hope it's after. Um, but it's definitely going to be one of those. Um, it's either going to be like April seventh, eighth, or April twelfth, thirteenth, something like that. So, uh, or thirteenth, fourteenth. So I hope that it's the latter, just because like I don't. I, I want eight days off for City. And let me look at Liverpool. Yeah, I want, God. yeah. Well, that's okay. That's the first time they play on the same day yeah. up until that match. So I want them both to have eight days off. I want every big dick they have swinging going into that match. And I yeah. want Ali Frazier. Like, this yeah. is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to be like as nationally televised. It needs to be big. It could be, if it's still three, uh, that it could possibly be three. That it, it's, it's a it's a title decider ish. It is a title decider, regardless of what happens leading up to it, right? Because um, as long as they if, stay within three of each other, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I do. The think thing is, Liverpool the goal difference probably, thing, the the Leeds thing, blowing out Leeds was bad because well, that that's why I say now you've got an opportunity to do the same thing to Everton, who are a shit side right now, <laughs> right? So, yeah. so, but that's that's the point is that you you don't. Style points now are going to matter. It's almost like like college football. Like, no, 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 we're going to keep the first team on the field because we want to actually win seventy to nothing instead of forty two to nothing. Yeah, I right? mean, so, and that's actually the that's actually the shame. That's actually the bad thing for City that Liverpool's defense is not the title defense team. 
where they would get those early leads and they would take their foot off the gas because mm-hmm. they could because Van Dyke was otherworldly. He's yeah. now just good, and now they just throttle teams. They don't yeah. stop anymore because yeah. they have to keep going, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they'll get beat. Like, if they try and sit, they're not good enough defensively, to me, defensively anymore, to not attack. Sure. Because they uh, were- By the way, very, very few teams ever are, right? You shouldn't do that. And if you don't, if some you do teams that do that. Beat- some teams do that. They're really yeah. good, and they don't do like yeah, some Atletico. Teams aren't that good and do that. Yeah, okay? I but I mean, it, it is a style These that's guys. going away. But I do, I do think we should go into talk about Liverpool. Your beloved Wolves come from behind, win at home, the place going nuts. This was a good performance. To Wait, go I'm sorry. down Arsenal. Arsenal. I said yes. Liverpool. I meant Arsenal. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Wow, what a game. What it was game. good, and, and they 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 fought hard to get the win. This was not a this was this is not a weak, a mentally weak Arsenal side. They are building no. something at this point that is either youthful exuberance or Arteta winning the hearts and minds, giving a mentality, a fight. Listen, <clears throat> I know in our preview I did tout. Arsenal, but there were reasons, right? Like they did have a good defense, even with Leno. They did sign Davies. I didn't know about Gabriel. I mean, uh, uh, Ben White, but I knew about him. He was one of my sons from the championship. I knew about him in Leeds. He came up with Leeds and then went to my beloved Brighton and was good in Brighton. I didn't know about Gabriel. Tommy Asso, I didn't know about, but these sort of stabilizing defensive forces, um, weirdly, the Shaka thing hasn't hurt them lately. But the Smith Rose, Saka, the energy, the fight, uh, I really like. I don't know. I mean, Arsenal fans seem to not like him, but I think Lacazette's really good. I I I mean he has a hard well, he time. He got scoring the winner goals. here. I mean, that was but, an own but, goal. But 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 outside of the goals, whenever I watched him, I'm like, he's in on everything that they do. In the games where I mean he ends up being sort of like quote unquote like big game player. He always bothered me with Spurs. He's had a few really, really nice goals. He fights he does yeah. work he does yeah. things he's not passive like he's he comes deep he comes gets the ball he's he's the kind of like when i look at arsenal i do see the manchester city side of it so i see the same patterns they're not as clean they're sure. not as predictable it's kind of like a shit version of city but they have something that's different and that is a bit more swag and juice right like mm-hmm. city is very ordered and professional and robotic whereas arsenal has some has some fun to it it's like there goes fucking martinelli holy yeah. shit yeah. <laughs> that guy's well, amazing that well and that's the difference in personality not in quality personality be- yes between pep and arteta arteta yes. encourages that whereas pep basically stomps on it yes you yes we are a collective we are a unit I am the spokesman of this unit. Well, and, and it's not, yeah, yes, yeah. that's the main piece, right? It's not so much that Arteta doesn't. Uh, it's not like he fans the flames or he puts them out. He lets the players appreciate we are a collective, but I want you to enjoy your cog in the machine, essentially. Yeah, and I'm not going to be the face of the program here, whereas Pep is hell hell bent on this is me and my team and my. And there's not as much depth, so the players are there's less rotation because they just don't have the, like Arsenal Mm -hmm. can't rotate. And like, it's not as cutthroat where there's a guy to replace you at every spot. Right. Who's like literally the best player from his country. Yeah. But it was a good win. Uh, The goals were good. I love that Smith Rowe and Martinelli have a little bit of competition between them. They kind of move in and out, gives a little bit of juice for both of them. Saka seems to be a permanent fixture in the team. Uh, You know, party was good. Shaka didn't hurt them. He plays a little bit deeper. The the Ben White and and Gabrielle partnership was good. You know, Wolves, Wolves are fucking name brand, man. They don't fuck around. Yeah. Now they are, and this is gonna. Bl- I just looked this up. Their goal, their expected goal difference is so far off the charts that it is n- like they 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 are bound for a regression to the mean. But their games are the lowest scoring events in the league because they are. One of the lowest scoring goals, uh, lowest scoring teams in the league, mm-hmm. at um, 
where is their goals against? Oh my God, I can't find it. Goddamn. Wolves, sorry. Wolves are third bottom, but they're also third top on defense. So they're third in goals for, third from the bottom in goals for, but third from the top in, in goals against. So nothing happens in their games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But their expected goals against is plus 14. So they're like right. playing way over their heads. And it's that's just the so frustrating me yeah. look at, looking at this table because I think we can, as far as the top four race is concerned, I think we can probably, despite the fact that what you were just saying, I think we can close the book on Wolves now. I think that this game and yeah, losing it in the fashion that they did, this was their chance to to jump back up. And, in fact, not, and, and their quality does not reflect it, right? They're not this good. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I look score. at it and I go, man – if if Spurs beat Burnley or Southampton or <laughs> fucking Villa or or Newcastle or, or uh, any of these games, where it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> They're right there with Arsenal, and the game in hand that both teams have left is the North London Derby. So we're talking about just such a missed opportunity when you talk about the massive nature in which we're looking at with man city and liverpool where i'm not comparing it on oh, quality. Gone. those teams are gone i'm not comparing it with quality but like as far as like that would be the second biggest game of the year would basically be tottenham arsenal for a champions league spot towards the end of the year yeah when Ooh. is that game being rescheduled for i don't know let me yeah. see here's arsenal's fixtures i don't know that it has yet to be quite honest it has the way you got to create you want a crazy stat you're ready for an, another wacky one emil smith rowe is the joint top scoring Englishman in football? <laughs> hmm. Phil Foden, where'd you go? Yeah, Phil Foden. Uh, well, you know, Jared Bowen is on eight. Uh, 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 Jamie Vardy is on eight, and uh, Jared Bowen and and Smith Rowe is on nine. And he doesn't yeah. play every game, which is pretty pretty incredible. Uh, I do want to go through some more games. We didn't go through the scores because it was a yeah, bit so of a haphazard week. We can jump into scores as I go through it. I hunt them down. I look for them. I find them. And the scores midweek, we had we had Burnley 1-0. That we know. Ben Mee grabbed that one on uh, yesterday. Then our boy, Connor Gallagher, returns, puts a knife into Watford. Wat Watford, Crystal Palace, really put the smack down on them. Wilfred Zaha with two goals. Matata, Connor Gallagher. God, I fucking love Palace, and I hope they lose to City uh, badly. Then we know Liverpool smash Leeds. Leeds are in a relegation fight. Mohamed Salah with two goals. Mane with two goals. Salah both penalties. Sadio Mane uh, in the 80th and 90th. Van Dijk and Matip score. They're just getting goals from everywhere. They put 16 shots on target against Ooh. pathetic Leeds. Leeds are in really Leeds are in trouble. Let's really stop there for a second. Shit. Do we want to... <laughs> You don't want to go. Let's go through the rest of the scores, and then we'll go. Yeah, the no. The last score is the Arsenal Wolves game, but just to cover the scores, Pepe in the right, 82nd minute, and then by the way, after that, uh, Pepe goal goes in. This is an Arsenal that is not seen for fucking ages. They yeah. were like wounded dogs looking for blood against mm -hmm. wolves. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. It no was wolves intended. against wolves. Uh, they were after it, and I was yeah. very impressed. It was like whoa. Where's this team from? And the Emirates had some juice and the players were edging them on. There was some collective spirit coming from the stadium to the players, to the goal, to pushing everything forward. It was it was nice to see. It's the thing that happens with football that no other sport has. It's the drive of the crowd, the whole thing. It's why we hate fucking Anfield because you're just like, fuck, they, they got them. It's they're, like a half a goal. <laughs> they're willing them forward. You can yeah, feel it. Yeah. You're like, no, Look, you, see it, you see it in like college football. Sometimes yeah. you see it in like, like when Seattle did their 12th man bullshit, yeah. but like, like you can see the fear on the opposing players. It's, it's not, it's, it's, that's the, that's the, the, the metric, right? It's not like Van Dyke going nuts. It's not the cop end going crazy. It's, it's everybody else looking around like, uh Oh, Oh shit. Right. Like that's where we're going to get got. And that's yeah, it's 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 Barcelona down four. I mean, up four falling apart. Like yeah. that doesn't happen in no. it, it just it simply doesn't happen. Uh, but but Anfield has that and Leeds uh, just get swallowed up by that. We were talking about that. Arsenal get dragged along forward. 
But I think the relegation fight is where you want it to go. Or yeah, did you want to talk seven about leads? teams that I'm going to include in this now? We <laughs> talked a lot about how it's a four. It's a four man race. It was one spot. It's not anymore. <laughs> it was. And then Burnley go out and win two fucking games, and they're right there. Okay, yeah. but it's not just Newcastle who are in danger now. Everton, what are you doing, guys? They're on 22 points. So, all right, let's start at the top. We're going to go all the way up to our beloved, we hope not, Brentford at 14th. Yeah. Okay. Now, they're right in the middle. They're on 26 games. They're right in the middle on goal difference. Yes. 24 points from 26 games. Now, that point ratio is going to start to be the factor that you look at here. Now, I I do want to give the XG. They're way better than these teams. And so Uh, is Yes. Well, but this is expected. So this is in terms of quality. Now, this is games they've already finished. We know about their we early games. If we look at the entire season XG, sure. If but we were to probably look at in the last, last 10, no. No, they're yeah. right there. Okay. Yeah. Something has happened. Like everything we thought we loved about Brentford has gone away. No, all Tony. of the exuberance, all of Ivan Tony's just juice, all of the Thomas Frank magic. Yeah. It, it seems to have dissipated. Gone. Okay. Well, they can't, they can't stop anyone. They're giving up goals like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And and, and as you mentioned a few times on the show, you know, you lose your uh, a strong goalkeeper to injury. They got, him, they got him back though. That's the problem. And maybe he's not well. So yeah. let's let's see. Their last since their last six games. I think is it. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. They three to Liverpool, three to United, two to Wolves. Two to City, a nil-nil draw against Stop, wait, hold on. Two to Wolves, who you we just spent five minutes talking about how they don't create anything. <laughs> no, they don't. Right? You can't give but, up two to Wolves then, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the just, they just, they're just giving up, you know, three, three is, when you're giving up threes, you're in trouble. So they can't keep clean sheets, and that's what was keeping them in games early. And a lot of the, the hay they made was early. Like, they only had mm-hmm. one loss in their first eight, but they've now slipped a lot. Yeah. Um, and they need a win. I mean, this Newcastle game is a big, big fucking game on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's mega. the thing is that that's the fun part now is that we've got so many teams included that there are points to 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 you know give out. And so these numbers are going to change. And the crazy thing is the margins are still so razor thin that as we said with Burnley, two wins changes the outlook of your season. And I saw <laughs> it in the fucking Burnley players' faces. They were they got that three nil against Brighton. They're like, we're gonna go get these bastards and we're gonna get <laughs> three more points. I mean what did we say? We said eight. Eight wins. It's gonna take eight. And Burnley just got two of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, Everton's on six. So we're kind of just like, hey, if Everton win two more games, they're probably in decent shape. But Everton, but it, it but is, Everton has four draws. So yeah. I, I don't know what the number and, and wins is hard, right? But like, uh, it's going to be 35 points, I think. It's been is, 36. Yeah. 35. Yeah, yeah. Right. So um, that's the race. You look at it, you go, okay, well, Brentford needs theoretically four more wins or however you want to slice it up. But the problem you're getting into now, and as I mentioned, you're getting lighter on games. Brentford only has 12 left. Leeds has 13. Everton, to their credit, has 15, right? So this is where I look at it, and I've been harping on games in hand all season because of the wonkiness of the year. But I think Brentford on 24 is in more danger than Everton on 22 because (laughs) Brentford Brentford has three less games uh, to go. Than, yeah. than Everton, right? So is Everton bad? Yes. Is Everton going to get boat raced by City on Saturday? Yes. But can they beat Leeds? Can they beat Burnley, Watford, Norwich? I think they probably can, right? Yeah. So that's where Everton is going to stay up because A, they've got games in hand, but B, they're better than some of the absolute shit in the league. Whereas yeah, Leeds, it, it, Brentford, it's, they may not be. It's super close on points per game. So uh, Newcastle and Brentford and Leeds are all on 0.92 points per game. Exactly. So they're relatively even on their quality, yep. where Watford and Norwich are on 0.72 and 0.68. So you can you can find this if you go to FB Ref and go to the all top five leagues, and then you sort by points per game, you get a good sense of you can Look, get a number. So you need to be on a point per game at this point, right? So correct. if you can get to Right, there's 12 games to go. A point per game puts them at 36. Exactly, and so yeah. I mean, yeah, you you you're, you can probably kiss goodbye to Watford and City, but the Latin North City, I should say, the last time I said that, Burnley went out and won a, fu- a couple of fucking games. So <laughs> yeah, you don't this, know. And it's, this is it's where a this... vo- it's a vote for Dyche. It's a vote for 
they got the right striker that they needed for them. I think that is the thing that I always think about with Burnley. They may not get players you like. They may not be flashy, but they get the player that they need for them when they need him. (laughs) It works out. out. Wild Waghorse is a problem creator. He's good. He just he just starts problems for opposing defenses. Yeah, I thought Tottenham yeah. did well against him. I just not well enough, unfortunately. I, well, Ben Me was the 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 winner, but but Weghorst was was in and around, and it was interesting Listen. to watch that because you haven't. I mean, Chris Wood was always like it was your consummate counterattacking forward, right? But he, and he was and he and he was a ten to twelve game, twelve ten to twelve goal scorer. Yeah, Weghorst has scored. 20 goals in the Bundesliga and finished mm-hmm. in the top four. This yeah. is not a bum. This is a real yeah. guy. Like, yeah. this is not a joke. It's a good like, sign. He's had his last, his last th- four seasons in Wolfsburg, finished sixth, seventh, and fourth, 17 and seven, 16 and three, 20 and eight. He was having a down year because Wolfsburg was having a down year, and I'm sure they wanted to pick up their money. But for his career, his goal plus assist, ra- goals plus assist rate, he's on a goal every other game. He's 0.49 for goals. 0.63 for goals and assists. This is a good, good, good player. Like mm-hmm. if he plays well, they'll sell him. <laughs> and his and his uh his style works for the he's Premier League. Giant. Yeah. He's six five and but a half. He's quick. Oh, he's good. Yeah. And he's, he's quick for and a he's big Dutch. Man. He can move his feet. Yeah. So uh he's had he's been bedded in. We like Burnley to stay up. Cornet didn't even play and they they scored. Well, three okay. Game. We like Burnley's chances. I, yeah, don't, I know. don't want them to stay. <laughs> Again, uh, of the teams that are in danger that I've said, Brentford leads Everton in in addition to the normal four, Newcastle, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. I think Brentford and Leeds are in the most danger of that group of four. Uh, Yeah, of getting pulled in. Yes. However, Newcastle without Trippier does look to be a little like, well, same old Newcastle, right? Like they had their savior. But they are undefeated in five. They're... And points are points. I get that, but but I'm I was bullish on Newcastle. I am slightly less so without Trippier, who, by the way, they won goals. Uh, they won games on two free kick goals. So yeah, it's not he like won he won them you know, games. It's not. Yeah, he, it's not. He a, it's actively not, it's not one theoretical. man band. Yeah, one yeah. man band won them games. Right. I so, think that, but but there is something that has changed. I think uh, Burn, my guy from from uh, Dan Burn solidified that team's defense. He has a winning mentality. They took a player who did not work at the job that doofus uh, Steve Bruce had him playing. Joe Linton went from being a striker that couldn't score goals to now he's a deep lying uh, box to box midfielder who just crunches people. They Mm -hmm. literally changed his job. And so, so you got to give credit to Eddie Howe to be like, Oh, you have this guy who's not good. Buy me a striker. I'm going to use him to go kick the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to find the defensive midfielder that I thought I needed, but I have it. But again, and these were late, late free kick dead ball goals. I know they were that good. got you four extra points because you figure they would have drawn those games. If you mm-hmm. take those four points away, they are literally Watford. Yeah. So I'm not sold on them staying up yet. But this we'll game, see. this game against Brentford, fucking massive, massive. massive. Big and should be good because and now if they you both are a play. fan of attacking football. If you are a fan of not Newcastle and running <laughs> the league for the next 10 15 years, you are pulling for the bees. By um, the way, we have to segue into this side story related to Newcastle's new owners. The PIF, the far, foreign fund that presented 80% of the money for this Newcastle purchase, was trying to do the same thing in golf. It with this, uh, they tried to do a rival league to the PGA. Uh, that's in Saudi Arabia. And what people wanted the Premier League to do, the golf world did. The players mm-hmm. completely rejected it. They've been touted and called out because of uh, Phil Mickelson made his his comments public about how terrible this actually is, but I want the money. And all the other players from Europe were like, no, these Saudis are evil. They killed Khashoggi. They did all the stuff and they got they just completely killed this golf super league to make a new PGA. But, you know, it's good enough for the Premier League, but not for golf. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. I find, which I find to be amazing. When you scratch, and I do like our sort of themes here of just like, hey, society is sport and sport is society. They reflect each other. And so you sort of have this sovereign wealth and 
who are, are they allowed to do what they want? I don't know, but it was interesting to see that the PIF is rejected by golf, uh, but not by Premier League. Not the English Premier League. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you've but got Mike a Russian Ashley, oligarch. Yeah, you've but got, Mike, you know, Mike Ashley was a dick. So. That was the, They had to get rid of Mike Ashley, right? You have... He didn't have people killed as far as we know. No, but <laughs> what he was doing to... A if you club. were the Premier League... Yeah. Yeah, I get and, it. And you have one of your and, – and it's not guaranteed because promotion relegation. I understand. They have gone up, down, up, down, up, down, up. And he's A flagship just, franchise, yeah. This is one of your name brands, right? Yeah. He, he is, as a function of holding Newcastle back, he is holding back the revenues that your league could generate because that's how big of a name brand this is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like it's Dan Snyder easiest... with it's, it's Dan Snyder with the Redskins. If Sorry, they didn't... Uh, what are they called now? Who gives a shit? Oh, <laughs> we, we, we do. Wait, Chop Sports does. It's the Commanders. That's right. Oh, that's right. We, we had it right. Commanders, um, the Commandos. We're gonna we're not wearing the commies. The, show. the um, commies, even better. I'll bring it around to the beginning of the show. Um, <laughs> if you have that, like, I lost my train of thought now. But it was basically to say, if Newcastle were up in the top 10, if they were wolves, right? If they were where wolves have been the oh, last it would five be a, years, such a, a bit, such a bigger story. They would be the easiest team to market in the, the English premier league. Do you yeah, know why? It's awesome. Cause it's, loud. they have an alcoholic beverage with their name on it. It's the <laughs> easiest team to promote ever. Yeah. But to, they don't, they don't, they don't, growing, they're not, they're not sponsored by that anymore. They haven't. Been no, but years. it doesn't matter to a, to a growing fan base around the world, specifically in the U S are you kidding me? <laughs> I know two or three guys from like 15 years ago who are still Newcastle fans. I think I don't really talk to them anymore. Who became like every, every American has a dumb origin story, right? That you, I don't care what fan you are. You have a stupid reason for supporting that team because it's just not the correct reason, which is I grew up here. This is my club. Right. Yeah. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there is inherently, but it's okay. The reason to support Newcastle blindly as an American is, uh, I like the beer. By the way, the beer is shit, but also <laughs> it's just a silly reason, right? Yeah, so, we have, we all have stupid. One day, we'll, I have to do my my origin story. It involves Oasis, which is yeah, pathetic. Yeah, and mine <laughs> involves Clint Dempsey and FIFA, right? And so I don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter is the point. Overseas, anywhere outside of England which as we remind you again, is the size of New York fucking state. So anywhere yeah. outside of that bubble, you're allowed to have a dumb reason to support whoever you want. Yeah, you it's, it, it is It is one of those fascinating things that the narrative of the whole league comes from this small local parochial island nation that they don't that they can't watch all the games like we can. They right. actually can't cover their own league as well as we do because we can literally watch every game and they yeah. can't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tifo, uh, a great channel. If you're not following on YouTube, Tifo is fantastic. They're part of the athletic, but they were already on their own. And then like everyone, I'm we're joining the up. athletic. They got scooped up, but they yeah. do good, uh, explainer things. And they did a whole video on the explainer of the, the, the noon window in the UK where no games can be televised from, I think 12 noon to three fifteen every Saturday. And yeah. only England does that. No other country does mm -hmm. that. Like not even the Germans who are the most traditional lunatics ever don't do that. Like they still wear spiked helmets to the games. They don't, they don't wear spiked helmets. <laughs> that was one last war reference. All right. <laughs> but now I have to go back to world war one, right? We're going to talk yeah, about Passchendaele. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about mud. We're going to talk about Verdun. We're going to talk about rail guns. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you have to look forward to on the next episode of the Squeaky Bum Time Wartime Podcast. Uh, oh my God. We, we, can can we do that? I'm, I mean, we can do that. Yeah. yeah but I do want to go through the schedule. Uh, just this weekend's coming up. We have uh, Southampton Norwich on Friday. Southampton on, I think, a four or five game winning streak. They're really good that you can expect them to beat Norwich at home. Then Leeds, Tottenham. If Tottenham can't score versus Leeds, you I'm can't quitting the show. do anything. I'm like, quitting, I'm this quitting is the fucking like show. The get healthy game. You better put four past them. Brighton, Aston Villa on a battle of two teams that we love and we're worried about them. I don't think Brighton need this game as much as Villa do. Steve Gerrard needs this game. It's a big one. Then we talked about it. Probably the game of the day, Brentford, Newcastle. At Brentford should be a barn burner. Then Palace Burnley, the less talked about that game, the better. United Watford, 
Don't care. City Everton, a big game, the Saturday late game. City need this game, but it's at Goodison. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm scared. And no. then uh, West Ham Wolves, I think both these teams are going to find out that they're also Rands. I would bet the draw. And then Chelsea, Leicester. I was going to say. when they made well, the that's schedule, it seemed like a. Oh, that's right. Postponed. That game, that's postponed. Oh, um, it even says it. Sorry. West and Ham there is the Wolves. League Cup. The, the League Cup final between Chelsea and Liverpool on Sunday. Hooray. Um, be interesting to see who Liverpool trots out there. Uh, one. They better go fucking win that thing. Don't be. Well, they pissed. do have depth now, so it's not it's it's not like you know that's the same eleven and they're gonna give them a blow. But it's Chelsea, so we'll see. But I want to go back to the West Ham Wolves games. I do like a draw as as a bet. I'm not going to, but I, I'm just gonna lose a lot more money. But this does feel like an elimination game, and and I know that it probably both are probably far gone from the race. But if 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 either team wins, you are one game off the mark for Europa League, at least. Which for West Ham and Wolves is not nothing. It's a big deal. Yeah. So well, West Ham are still in the Europa League. Remember, this is a playoff round for the Europa League before those teams that qualified oh, the yeah, groups that's even right, play. That's right, they that's broke right. it up. So West Ham are but, still but in the Europa League. They're what I started well. that sentence meaning to say, and then I remembered yeah. United are probably going to beat Watford, is that that brings you a little bit closer if you win this game, regardless of who you are, specifically West Ham, though, you're still in the top four race. You're probably not, but you're still mathematically in it. I don't trust United in any game, even against Washington. Sure. Uh, listen, the problem now is not that you're how many points you are behind, how many teams you are behind. Okay. Yeah. Because now you just need more teams to drop shit. And and I don't think, I mean, we've seen crazier top four races where it's literally a hot potato and nobody wants it, but uh, it's happened many times. Yeah. And in that case, Tottenham's got a shot still, theoretically. Yeah, I, right? I, I think I think the inside tracks now are United by virtue of they actually have the points in hand, which is very valuable, and yep. they have the most talented squad. I think Arsenal's got the inside track. Yeah, well, I, that would be the other one. Is Arsenal has the yeah. inside track? Um, but they, you know, we can't. I don't think we can expect Arsenal to lay consistent performances. They have a tough back half of the season they still have to play liverpool they still have to play united they still that's uh, they still have to play west ham so they have tougher games but uh you know i would expect them to lose versus liverpool because they never beat anyone ahead of them but there's less and less teams ahead of them so <laughs> so as long as they stay in that realm uh you know maybe they'll pull chelsea back you never know the way it's Chelsea's possible. going, especially it's possible. with Lu- lukaku we haven't even talked about him but he had the seven touch game. He got benched in the in the Champions League game versus Lille. I mean, it's... I wonder what Roman Abramovich thinks of him. How does he <laughs> feel about his hundred million pound loan? <laughs> I think he's uh, doesn't he gives zeros and he's just like, I'm good, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. yeah, yeah. All right. I, read, I read in that same article that uh, his his worth is thirteen point three billion. So it's still just a drop in the bucket for him. But yeah, <laughs> yes. All right, that'll do it for us. Let's get all out right. Here. That was this weeky bum time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss a show. We thank Fan Hub who has been killing it for us, and thank all the people in England and pray for the people in Ukraine, and that's about as non-sequitur as I get.